0: Okay, so in this episode, I want to talk about first date number 61. And I want to talk about how to escape from a trunk. Okay, so heaven forbid, right? Or however you believe whether there's a heaven or not, like fucking nobody wants to be stuck in a trunk, right? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, everybody's into different shit, granted, but as far as like safety and security, nobody wants to be thrown in a trunk, right? But if you are, I want to share of how you can get out of a trunk, right? Okay, so I'm going to refer back to Clint Emerson, um, complete badass, really smart guy, written a few books, um, did a video series for 5.11 uh, about survival. Uh, So his name is Clint Emerson, retired Navy SEAL. I'm going to go ahead and link on my YouTube video to his videos. That way you can get a little bit more instruct okay first though I have not had a chance to talk about first date number 61 okay by the way I'm still waiting for 55 55 is still in Africa um, with his job which is awesome but also pissing me off so <laughs> I can't give you any updates there um I still talk to number 43 fairly often really cute guy funny as shit still pisses me off every once in a while so no new updates there either okay so number 61. Okay, so I met him, I don't know, two, three weeks ago already at this point. Um, we had an amazing fucking first date. Um, we decided he lives fucking far. We decided to meet at a campsite. Um, and of course, I went ahead and did some background checks. But we spoke a fucking lot um, before we actually met. So I don't recommend uh, on a first date typically that you go out of town with someone. But in this case, it was okay. So he's a you know retired uh, Navy Air Force guy. Um, he has a great job now he's still working after his retirement he volunteers and does a lot of shit like self-defense and like uh he teaches people how to shoot and anyway i don't want to give him too much detail of course right because i want to you know protect his privacy but and everybody's privacy but um cute guy you know we met on an app a dating app of course right and we started chatting ever since and we went out of a, a town we had a fucking great weekend he's like one of those guys that like um really sweet and puts like a lot of fucking detail into everything, right? So I could go on and on about the date. There's so many details. And I'll probably mention him over the next couple of episodes, because there's just so much about him that I like that he does, which is just fucking awesome and sweet and is worth mentioning. Okay. So we went ahead and uh, met out of town. And uh, the funny thing to me is because like, I'm a huge fan of like being prepared, right? Which is why I'm doing this series. And I'm a huge fan of like safety and security, right? Which is why season two is happening. So um, I actually uh, had a few much (laughs) had a I guess it's the eye of the beholder. But before we met, I had way too many fucking drinks, right? So I met him the next morning um, at the place that we agreed to meet at, uh, really fucking cute campgrounds and uh, really cute little cabin and like a bonfire by the lake is awesome as shit. Anyway, I met him that morning and I was hungover as fuck. And I know it sounds very classy. I'm sorry, Mom, but I was crazy hungover. And it was one of those mornings, you know, when you wake up and you're like, you know, I don't feel that bad, right? So you get up, you shower, do whatever you have to do, right? If you're active RMB, you're like, fuck it. You just go like run your PT, right? And feel fine. Well, it was one of those mornings where I woke up, which is the first bad sign. <laughs> because I woke up and I was like, I feel good, which basically meant that I was still drunk, right? So sorry, mom, but it's the truth. Went ahead, took a shower, you know, uh, got my my shit all packed uh, because, you know, I'm one of those packers that fucking packs at the last second. I mean, we all know how I dress, right? So I'm just like, this t-shirt matches that shorts. Let's fucking get out the door, right? Anyway, so... (laughs) Hungover as fuck. Initially felt great though. So I took Ike to daycare because, you know, he was going to not be there for this weekend. And Ike loves daycare anyway, right? So I went ahead, you know, uh, got my shit together, as I said before, started driving to meet him. Uh, It wasn't a long drive, but it was a beautiful fucking morning, Uh, had coffee, water. And then I realized I'm still hungover. So I had more water. Anyway, so we went ahead and met and we talked about uh, how far out we were, right? Because we were both meeting at the campgrounds. And to me, this is like perfectly kicks off our fucking like friendship because um I like to be people I don't know why I'm like competitive I'm like sweet I'm generous I swear but I'm competitive as fuck right so when we were calling and texting each other saying I'm such and such you know time out I'm such and such time out one of the last calls I made to him was just kind of like hey I'm like four minutes away but I'm gonna pee and get some water get something to drink and he was like cool because I am 10 to 23 minutes away and i all i fucking heard was 23 we all know i'm deaf as shit from iraq but i just heard 23 so i was like oh he's 23 minutes away i'm four minutes away i have plenty of time to pee and get something to drink right so by the time i I pee, right i'm cute little gas station (laughs) Wonderful fucking coffee. By the time I make it back to my Jeep, I get his text saying I'm here, and I'm like, fuck, because I hate to lose, right? So it was funny. And then he was just like I won this competition that I didn't even know we were in. It was awesome as shit. Anyway, so we go about the weekend. We took this really cute like wine, um, beer distillery tour in this like local area that we were camping at. Fun as shit. I had never been to some of these places. One of them was like fucking brand new, had just opened that day. So much fucking fun. But the thing that I really like about number sixty-one, there's a few things, but the thing that I really like about him is I showed up hungover as I said before right and I was just kind of like I'm really sorry I don't want you to think that I'm not excited to meet you or happy to be here but I'm normally perkier but I I just don't feel great right now so it's interesting because instead of judging me what he did was like no big deal right he was like give me a few minutes so he like is always like prepared and packed and shit and he has this like awesome pickup and um, he ended up giving me liquid IV, water, Tylenol. Um, he had like a heating pad, you know, for my back. Cause I was just hung over, didn't feel great. And then of course he had the heated seats on his truck and it was awesome as shit. And I was just like to myself initially, I was like, I'm kind of embarrassed that I'm meeting this guy for the first time. I'm hungover. But at the same time, this is literally me. Like, you know, I try to be an open book, right? So I felt a little bad. I was a little conflicted. He was like way over the top sweet very generous, very kind. And I was just like, you know, I appreciate you doing all of this for me. But I also kind of feel like you're treating me like an infant. And he was just like, it's not that. He was just like, you know, I just care about people Um, and the people that I care about, you know, I like to like, let them know that I'm here for them. I'm prepared for them. I'll do anything for them. So it's awesome. Anyway, so as you would imagine, right? So I felt better soon. Uh, Oh, and by the way, of course he had this like cute, fancy drink, um, that his friends have nicknamed panty dropper. (laughs) Awesome as shit, by the way. Anyway, so, um, of course I felt better, you know, hair of the dog, Tylenol water, liquid IV, the whole bit, heating pad. Anyway, so it was a great, uh, it was a great couple of nights, you know, we ended up, uh, you know, like a bonfire after all the stilleries and everything. And uh, my opinion, my style is the fucking best way to get to know somebody is like a bonfire, right? So so much fun. Um, we woke up the next morning, um, had a couple meals, and then we went our separate ways. And it was a fucking amazing trip. Anyway, so the reason I bring this up is because uh, so far, I really like 61. We've had a couple of like conflicts, Um, nothing too serious, like no, like no serious anger or anything. But it's interesting to me when you're trying to uh, connect with people um, for the first time, especially in a dating situation. It's funny how like over text, you just don't understand tone. So we've had a few fights. So I'll go into more detail about some of that stuff. But so far, it's looking good. And we have a couple more trips planned. Anyway, but the reason I bring up 61, and I'll share more about him him in the future, upcoming episodes for sure is I went I went ahead and I broke my rule right with this guy so of course it worked out for me and I want to be an open book and I want to tell you guys the truth I should have done more background research with him than I did I mean we found each other on social media um you know I had several like phone calls with him for like hours and hours at a time um and I knew that he was a real person like I knew where his real job was like so I knew he was real but really in hindsight that the fucking guy could have fucking kidnapped me right so it's not smart to do what I did I mean I have a phone app I have like knives on my body as you guys know uh, my a few friends knew where. two friends knew specifically where I was going to with the cabin and the whole bit and I checked in with them and then a couple of times like throughout the weekend I used social media to continue to check in with people like I was like hey guys I met this brewery took a picture right so some of that of course is for safety and then you know just security but for the most part I would say that's probably a bad decision on my part I probably shouldn't have gone on that weekend but I don't regret it because I was safe and I had fun but remember this fucking guy could have fucking kidnapped me right i could be here with no fucking kidney right so <laughs> this leads me to as i talked about in the last episode safety and security when you're on a date right so the last episode um i used Clint Emerson's videos that he did for 511 to talk about how to escape from duct tape right so in this episode i want to talk about how to escape from the back of a trunk Right. So for the most part, if somebody like is planning to harm you or hurt you in some way, someone who does not have good intention for you will somehow take possession of you, overpower you, throw you in a trunk. Right. So the thing about a trunk is you want to get the fuck out. Right. You don't want to stay in the trunk because your goal is always to survive. Right. You don't want to be in the trunk because it's hard to gauge where you are. It's hard to gauge a distance. will I'll get into all of that more in future episodes. If you are in the trunk, try to figure out where you are. But for the most part, if you're in a fucking trunk, you want to get the fuck out, right? So if you're in a vehicle that was made in 2001 or is newer, there is a latch or a button somewhere, usually it's on the top, depends on the vehicle, but just know you can use that and you can fucking escape, right? So there's a few videos that you can see on YouTube where people like find the latches and they run out of like a moving car. And I know like running out or jumping out of a moving car or whatever, diving, falling, whatever seems scary. But holy fuck, if you are in that situation, risk the fucking like road burn, risk the broken arm, whatever, get the fuck out of that trunk. Because once you are taken somewhere and somebody's taken taken possession of you and they've thrown you in a trunk, no good thing is gonna happen at that point, right? So... My hope for you is that you do not panic, you remain calm and you get yourself the fuck out of the trunk, right? So one of the best things to do, right, you know, if you are in a trunk is, um, Look for the latcher button. As I said before, vehicles 2001 or newer, you know, have like a latcher button. If you're overseas, you're in an your older car, there's not going to be a latcher button. But if you fucking like dig through the molding, like, like, like fuck the carpet, like, who gives a shit? This like guy, girl, whatever is like kidnapping you. Like, who gives a fuck? Like, destroy the fucking back of like the carpeting, find the molding, and get the fuck out of the trunk, right? There's usually a latch lever. You'll feel it um, and then just get out. Um, you can also pop the brake light just to signal with your hands. I mean, there's a few things that you can do there's several tactics but the one most important thing I want you to realize is if you are in a trunk get out right so there's like the latches you can dig through the carpeting um, you can kick yourself out of the back seat um, this one's risky, of course, because it depends how many people are with you. But for the most part, you want to get the fuck out of the trunk, right? So, um, back seats aren't secure. So maybe if the vehicle stops, I don't know, you're going to have to like, take the situation uh, like on a case by case basis. But remember, you want to get out, right? So backseat is an option. Um, another option that is pretty popular, and is so fucking smart to me, because remember, fuck this guy's like carpet, right? The guy's fucking kidnapping you destroy the fuck heart of the trunk, right? Go through like the rubber, the carpet, whatever, find the jack because most jacks are right like right under, right? Find the jack. Worst case scenario, you pop that fucking thing up, you crank it, and that alone that force will pop over the trunk and then you escape, right? So remember, the goal is to escape. The goal is like survival. Like I talked about in like the last episode. Heaven forbid you're like attacked, right? And you're overpowered and you're taking like multiple shots to the head right? You want to plan your escape. You want to be calm if you have to, to plan your escape. You want to temporarily surrender if you have to. But in certain situations like this one, if you're in the trunk, oh my god, please get the fuck out of the trunk. Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and link to um, Clint Emerson's videos. And if you have any questions for me, like you normally do, or any concerns, critiques, whatever, I love hearing from you guys. Definitely please continue to reach out to me on social media, or any platform that you find. YouTube's the easiest Facebook's the easiest, Instagram's fine. The other thing I want to mention is as I mentioned before, there's a lot happening in Afghanistan. I think from my from my gauge from my friends, I think for the most part veterans are getting a better grip on the fact that what we did was worth it, right, which I'm so thankful for, you know, I'm I'm hearing less and less from my veteran friends of sadness. I'm hearing more and more anger, right? We're all in the army, we're all in the military. So there's certain things that we cannot say when we're in uniform. But I have to say, like, in every bad situation, there's always good things, right? So uh, definitely follow, you know, the news and the media and your own stories. But my heart is completely fucking warmed when I hear about like Pineapple Express, um, when I hear about the two rescue groups that I've been, uh, obsessed with you know on uh, like now zad got out and i'm really fucking happy unfortunately his staff did not but hopefully i can figure that out um cabal's um small rescue mission. Um, Charlotte is still there and hopefully we'll get out. Um, So there are definitely some positives, you know, it's terrible. And I wish I had answers or suggestions or tips that would fucking like, make us all feel better. But we lost 13. And my heart is particularly sad for Nicole Gee for some reason. And my heart goes out to her family. And the one thing that I can say, right is like, Maybe this is what we needed, unfortunately, to get a better hold, better grip on Afghanistan and just a better grip, better hold on the world, right? So I hope that there is peace for all of us, but I'm really happy that there are uh, veterans out there and there are special forces group out there that have already landed and made a difference. So if you guys have any questions or concerns, definitely feel to reach out as always. And that is it for today. And bye.